0: breaker breaker one nine truck speak
1: is real stupid over <laughs> i was just thinking how stupid you were i was like you were so dumb right now so i'm just gonna keep that and that'll be our thing <laughs> all right yep weren't really planning on that have you found the other one that i did that to you yet
0: uh yeah It was like last week no
1: i don't know there was another one where i did the same thing and you'd like made some dumbass voice and i was like well you're you're <laughs> listening to that yeah i feel like that was a couple weeks ago yeah, that's what you get um, how you doing? I'm all right. How are you? Okay. Um, all's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I have a couple random things like off the top of my head. All right. Um, first, not really a novel idea or novel idea. So I called it. Yeah. Novel ideas with Russ. So I think I've referenced him before, but Jack Ketchum died this week. hmm. That's like kind of a big deal to me. Like I've really only gotten... Really, really into the reading thing here in the past few months, but it uh, it's weird how somebody that doesn't, like you actually have zero interaction with, mm-hmm. I guess you do, but not real interaction. Like you're yeah. just absorbing what they've created. Like you're consuming it. It's a passive interaction. Yeah, thing. exactly. And it, and it can like have an effect on you. And like, yeah, I felt like that sucked, man.
0: I don't know if I've told the story on the podcast, but uh, I think I have when Boner from uh, Growing pains died. No, he he was on the podcast, which was a podcast I listened to. I paid money to get like the he like, well, collected the video and he stuff. He committed
1: suicide like in a park or something. Or yeah, like... he
0: like wandered. He just like left his family, went to Canada, and committed suicide in in a park in I think Toronto. And it was real crazy. My mom told me, "Hey, that guy you like died," and like I didn't think that anything like that could have affected me so much but mm-hmm. i was like visibly shaking and like hit like <laughs> i was about to say and my day was shot after that but that's <laughs> that's that seems really not great
1: way to put things no. but yeah like i was i was wrecked but for i a think while. that's i don't that is complimentary to the guy you know what i mean that that he did have an you know however however peripheral or whatever he had an impact on you yeah. And, uh, yeah, I feel the same way about Jack Ketchum. Like the, the thing that like sucks is that, uh, you know, on a selfish level, like he was supposed to be at a convention in a few months that I was hoping to go to, to meet him. Like, that's just, that's making it about me, mm-hmm. but like the idea that he's done, like his bibliography is done mm-hmm. at this point, like that always feel like at least when someone's still alive, like they could keep going, um, and at this point in my in my reading pastime, I really feel excited because I feel like there's still so much for me to keep going as mm-hmm. opposed to my horror viewing. Um, I've, by far, I've not seen everything, but the ones that I think really are going to mean something to me, I've probably seen all the big ones. I think Leprechaun Origins let you know that there's not good horror still <laughs> coming out in the future. No, that's not true, but, <laughs> but th- there's still new things coming out, but it's not like there's this huge breadth of things that, that are there for right. me for that in the literature thing though there still is. So I love the idea that I still have two dozen Jack Ketchum novels that I haven't read. Um, and I'm pretty stoked about that. The, the one thing that I read that was really awesome. And this is third hand this does everything to do with me, but I thought that was a super, super cool story. So I'm going to relay it. Sure. 15th hand. There's another horror author named Brian Keene, who's a pretty cool guy. And his, like, little memorial story that he told about Jack Ketchum was they were both at a convention decades ago. And Jack Ketchum was, like, the guy there. And Brian Keene was some douchebag that probably had to pay for his table and was a vendor as opposed to being a guest, right? Yeah. And while he was there, he got the con- delivered the contract for his first mass market paperback book. So this was, like, him making it, right? So he happens, somebody relays this to jack ketchum who's this guy's hero and jack ketchum calls him over like sends for brian keen and he sits down with him and he's like so i heard you just got this offer or whatever he's like yeah but i don't even have an agent i have no idea what the hell i'm signing i don't know if i should sign this or not and jack ketchum said go get me a red marker so (laughs) brian keen ran around found a red marker and jack ketchum went through and crossed things out and changed numbers and dates and made a few notes and that has been Brian Keane's template that he's used throughout his entire career for contracts to sign. That's fantastic. And that's super cool. Like zero involvement with Russ, but yeah. like I hear that and you hear those little stories and it's super cool. Yeah. Um, to
0: know that he was a good dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, and not uh, like, oh, it turns out he was Kevin Spacey. Yeah, like <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that guy you like, yeah, it's Louis C.K. Yeah.
1: And here's the thing though, and I think this, is, this holds true, this isn't a novel uh, revelation by me. but uh i don't get it he's an author and you said novel oh every time um (laughs) but about the dead guy you like but uh (laughs) like it, it really feels like the fucking people involved in horror and dark things are like way more adjusted and like there's bad ones, don't get me wrong, but better people than you hear about, like, the fucking comedy, like, because com- comedy is, like, dark at heart, right? Like, they're twisting good things comedy, yeah. They're twisting things in their soul. They hate themselves and they turn it, right? Whereas, like, people in the horror genre, they get it out that way and they're, like, genuinely good people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that was another example. Did I tell the story about Clive Barker? Whatever. I'm going to tell two stories. You've told
0: lots of stories about Clive Barker. Sorry, anyway, so that's not enough. To I go know, on. I
1: know. So he, there was one that I, that I, again, just twenty fifth hand. Like somebody was in line at a signing from him years ago, and somebody was super nervous and they're like, oh, "I made this movie. If you would want to watch it, that'd be pretty awesome." Blah blah blah. And Clive Barker like stopped signing the guy's shit, and he looked at him and he's like, "You made this movie?" And the guy's like, "Yeah." He's like. He turned it around back to him and he said, will you sign it to Clive? And I was like, that's kind of the fucking coolest thing that I've ever heard. It's pretty good. Like, I think everybody should steal that. That That is the equivalent of like
0: the security guard at Disney World who asked for all the girls dressed like a princess's autograph. <laughs> that's, that's like the, the equivalent, but like at an adult level.
1: <laughs> so I thought that was super cool. And the other one that I heard is like some dude came up to Clive Barker at a signing and, uh, he was talking to Clive and he was kind of going off the deep end and mm-hmm. he's like, this is for you. And he slits his wrists at the table in front of Clive Fuck. Barker and Clive. And it wasn't bad. Like the what I read quotes from Clive Barker and he like downplayed it. Right. Mm-hmm. And he said, it really wasn't that bad. But Clive Barker grabbed the dude's wrists and like held the wrists until the, pa- and just was like talking to him, looking him in the eye. Mm-hmm while he was holding his wrist close so this dude didn't bleed out even if it wasn't that bad right he's still holding him he because, doesn't
0: know that because he immediately grabbed it he a, immediately a, yes it. Yeah.
1: A, but clive barker's like trying to downplay like he wouldn't have been that bad but you don't know that you know and yeah. would this guy have kept going if clive barker would have jetted because that would kind of be my first reaction is like is this guy going to turn this knife on me next yeah uh but he like stood there and held his wrists in his hands until somebody came hmm. cool story yes that's crazy meanwhile louis ck's just jerking <laughs> off in front of people all the time
0: people are crazy in the best and worst ways <laughs>
1: yeah like clive barker is the most the darkest most fucked up person jack ketchum is the darkest most fucked up person and those are the two people that we have good stories about
0: yeah
1: mm-hmm. and you can summarize everyone completely with a couple of stories mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: That's, the, that's their lives yes right there. exactly that's everything
1: oh. kevin spacey bad <laughs> Clive Barker, good. Rip Clive Barker. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, he's still alive. I know. Okay, that was not funny. You've summarized his whole life, so he might yeah, as well die now. That was not funny. Um, What else do we have? I, I started wearing a hat. I saw that.
0: I, I, I fully, wasn't going to bring it up. I fully expected you to make the fucking worst shit out of I, out of me. I wasn't. Um,
1: So here's the thing. Okay. Anytime someone does something like that. Mm-hmm. So, so what are we looking at here? Is this a, this is a Derby hat?
0: Uh, my girlfriend bought it for me and when she bought it, it was called a Billy hat. Okay. It's got, it's, it's got that like typical. It's the big uh, bad voodoo two, daddy hat. Okay. But it's got a, it's, I like it because it's soft and it's got the brim is, is curved up instead of straight. Okay. 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 I Like I, I like the look of it.
1: Okay. It, I like it. It's cool.
0: Here's. Uh, the... Sometimes I look in the mirror and think, I look like John Popper the before
1: picture. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Everyone, Google John Popper right now. Do it. But like, well, Like, from we'll like wait. 1993. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So here, here's what I have to say about this hat. Everyone that you meet from this day forward mm-hmm. will have no issues or qualms with this hat. Yeah. Because you will always be that guy that wears that hat. Mm-hmm. However, everyone that you knew prior to that is going to note that now you have decided on wearing that hat. Correct. So your best move is to just start over in life if you're really going to commit to this hat. Burn my life to the ground. Yes, and just, if you're going to commit to this hat thing, that's the best time to do something like that. Because if you just showed up and started like having a toothpick in your mouth or wearing that fucking hat all the time people are gonna be like what the fuck is he doing a friend of the show tiffany her and her boyfriend are convinced that it's some sort of weird performance
0: art like i'm fucking andy kaufman or something and just trolling everybody that like i'm gonna take it off one day and be like "Ha ha, fuck you and just stomp on it or something nobody
1: could really wear this hat
0: unironically <laughs> but uh so I thought that this is like the first time in the podcast where I started wearing the hat. I like wear it to work every day. Now, uh, <laughs> I was in. The, I I went to Subway before the podcast to kill time, so that you could have family time. Uh, uh, I got two random people, separately, apropos of nothing, walked up to me to let me know that they really liked that hat.
1: Do you want that? Uh,
0: I don't. I like the confirmation that it, the style does work on me because uh, I was trying it out and I think it works. I like it.
1: I think anything that distracts from your face is probably a good, yep, a that's, good move. That's good. Okay.
0: Uh, but I, like I didn't do it specifically to get attention, but I like the confirmation that I made a good move.
1: Nice. Yeah. I like it. So it's here to stay. For the foreseeable future. That's the thing. You can't do it in like a two-week time frame because then it's going to be more laughable. Yeah. Like it has to be a solid like two years. Right. Like you need to wear that out. That's when you can get rid of it. Mm-hmm. So if you decide that you like start want start to weaning off of it, you need to start like sandpapering it like slowly so yeah. it starts to like get worn and people are like, it's about time to get rid of that hat. Like, Take oh, like
0: chains and to weather it. Yeah. I've yeah. had
1: it for so long though. It's just been so special. Okay. I guess I'll stop wearing the hat and- <laughs> I'm going to start carrying a 50 cent piece and flipping it everywhere <laughs> <I'm-> and rolling <laughs> cigarettes up in my, in my sleeves. I'm going to be the guy that uses the watch
0: pocket on his jeans for, a, for an actual watch.
1: Yeah. That's, I that's don't, my I, next move. Is it because I'm a fat guy that that has no function for me? Probably.
0: Cause it doesn't go straight down. Cause it's like on our thighs. So it kind of like goes out.
1: Have you ever had the need to wear a cummerbund?
0: I have i've had the occasion to wear a cummerbund i don't know that there's ever a need to wear a cummerbund <laughs> bun, but i have been at a wedding with with a, a tuxedo
1: they are not made for big dudes like they fit very awkwardly
0: have Have you been in many weddings
1: i don't know what quantify many
0: more than your own yes okay do did you get a full vest or did you get like half fake vest i don't remember because i'm gonna call them out whenever we go to men's warehouse i get the shitty fake not real like they didn't they they thought oh this is this tuxed rental is so cheap we're not there's not enough material in the in this price tag to to make a back for the vest we'll just we'll fake that
1: well is that for your vest though or for everyone else's vest because i still feel like the material everyone has got to be the same everyone
0: else everyone else got real vests. okay fatty mcfatterson okay. fake vest yeah so, when, that would be a lot of material, when picture time comes and it's jacket off time, <laughs> guess who looks like an asshole?
1: <laughs> You've got the vest equivalent of a clip on, basically, yeah. <laughs> uh, but when, like, you're trying to be casual, look, can I just sling this over my shoulder to hide the fact <laughs> that I'm just wearing a t shirt that looks like it has a tux on it? Because <laughs> that's what they gave me.
0: Uh, But went to louis tuck shop for my mom's wedding full vest it's exciting and i was fatter then than i was for those other weddings. that was a
1: parachute dude
0: i don't care what they made it (laughs) out of it covered my entire back (laughs) i was excited
1: oh that's nice by the
0: end of the wedding doesn't matter my shirt's off by the end of the wedding so
1: um your shirt's off yeah
0: that's my thing i take i strip down my shirt is off by by the end of the wedding
1: did you get naked at my wedding
0: I did not that became my thing after. That got Ooh. that became my thing when like all the friends in my like real close friend group, like after high school friend group started
1: getting married. I feel disappointed now. Maybe you'll do that I, for my I next was, wedding?
0: I was still in yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I was I was still in the uh like repressed uh I don't really go outside or interact with people much mm-hmm. phase during your wedding.
1: Um I feel like I'm nailing uh these next few things coming up. All right. My wife has her birthday. That one I'm just getting her whatever she has for. That's easy. Okay. Um, our, let me go with this first. Valentine's Day. So I don't know if this is just mine, but we've been together for a long time too. 2003 we've been together since. So quite a while, right? Um, but she, like I'm just trying to like either go to sleep or. Or I want to spend money on something or I'm hoping I might be able to have sex someday in the future. But I'll be trying to like be nice and earn those brownie points. Yes, exactly. And uh, she'll be like, tell me, tell me a memory. And I'm like, fuck, I hate this so much. Like fucking memories. Like she just wants us to go over. Remember when we did this. Remember when we did that. And, and there's a lot. I mean, over since 2003, it's a long time, right? So what I did, it was just a Facebook ad that I saw, um, there's a web sol- website that you can create these books and you can do whatever you want. I love you because of this, because of this, and there's clip art that you can combine and add text or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So I created a 101 memory book Nice for uh, for Valentine's Day. So it's 101 memories as we go through things that we... That, Is this
0: coming out before Valentine's
1: Day? Yeah, the week before. She's Lucky not gonna she listen. listen. She she doesn't listen. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't listen. Um so some I realized going through like a lot of them I told the stories on the podcast, like the clapper, <laughs> like things like that.
0: <laughs> so it's not a hundred and one of, like, the most romantic memories. No, no, there's everything there's in Because there's, like, seven of them in there. No,
1: no, I used to be really good, dude. Like, I definitely, there's ones that I was romantic and did a really good job for, and then there's embarrassing things that I've done that she's done, funny things like that have happened. It's, it's everything that kind of culminates into a relationship. Yeah. You know? Um,
0: God, decade and a half, man.
1: That's a long time, right? You've
0: almost been together longer than you haven't. Yeah, it's That's very much, up in like I know, it's crazy,
1: yeah. Um, to that end, uh, we've got our 10-year anniversary this year as well. Nice. So, 10-year anniversary, so what I've done is I've coordinated for, I just said coordinated, weird. Yeah. I've coordinated for the kids to have places to stay for three nights. Uh, she has no idea it's happening. It's actually two months before our anniversary, so she's not even going to be thinking it. Nice. Uh, and I've got three nights that we're going to, I proposed in Gatlinburg in a cabin. Mm -hmm. We're going to a cabin in Gatlinburg. Awesome. Just, just us. Um, so it should be really good. The, that's her present. The only other thing I'm giving her is, I don't know if I've told this, I lost our wedding ring on our honeymoon.
0: I believe I remember
1: that. So I lost it and then I broke my finger. I replaced it, broke my, uh, finger. At one point, and had to have it cut off because it was all swollen. They didn't want to lose it, mm-hmm. uh, and I haven't replaced it, so I haven't had a ring in five six years. I'm going to buy myself a wedding ring that I'm going to give her in the cabin, just like where I proposed. That's cool. It's pretty good, right? Yeah, it's, like it's, I'm doing a pretty good job it's here. Pretty good. I'm doing yeah. pretty good. Yeah. yeah.
0: I gotta, I gotta figure out the proposal thing. Yeah, that's Mar- coming for you. Yeah, Marianne has been proposed to before. Oh, and it was like wow. But no, here's what it was. Want to get married? So, she said early on, if you ever propose to me, it's got to be fucking big, and that's a lot of pressure. So I've, I'm really
1: bad at all of these. Give me, give me, give me till next week, and I'll come up with three great <laughs> ideas. I've, I've done a lot of shit, man. I've yeah. done a lot of good stuff. I really I, have. I am terrible
0: at those big gestures. I'm good at the little stuff. So like, uh, when we were dating and everything you know you know we'd be in bed cuddling and she'd be like tell me a story so then i would just like make up the story about like princess or whatever and then i like i would weave in details from like this was our first date but i'm telling it like it's a fairy tale and things like that and it was awesome at that uh but like big gestures Like, I've gotten her flowers, like, twice ever. I don't think that's considered, if you
1: consider that a big gesture, you're bad at them. Um, But I'm
0: saying, like, that's the level of of gestures, even.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm way better at the big things than I am the small things, just, like, making her feel like a person. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I'm joking. But I think the big thing is, is, like, she's a mom now instead of a wife. Yeah. And I get it. And that's the way I treat her. I treat her as the kid's mom instead of the majority of the time. Mm -hmm. So it's bad. Um, I did think as I was doing that, um, I think it would be fun at one point to go through that book, like on the podcast, (laughs) you can be like, what the fuck is this? Uh, yeah, I do know one of the things, one of the things I think they both might hate me for this. Both of them. Okay. Who's they both Ben and my wife. (laughs) Okay. Is Ben in your memory book? I mean, indirectly. Yes. Twice. Um, so, so, uh, Hi, Ben Ben still throws the shit at me, dude. So he, one day we li- we, uh, rented a house together in college. Right. And I was still like in the total honeymoon stage. Like my wife and I just started dating and we're all smitten and everything. Mm-hmm. And sweetest day was coming up. Well, sweetest day is only celebrated by people in that phase. Like no real couple celebrates that. Yeah. So I remember Ben like knocking on my bedroom door and he's like, Hey, you want to go play racquetball? And I'm like, ooh, I can't play racquetball <laughs> because I'm gluing pieces of macaroni to a poster board that says happy sweetest day. Why don't you go fuck yourself, Ben? <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. So
0: uh, I missed a friend's firstborn's first birthday to just take a weekend trip to go look at the leaves but yeah it was that same yeah uh, phase.
1: jen throws at me then that i we went to see a band in pennsylvania mm-hmm. uh we stayed in a cabin me her ben tom religious friend all stayed in this cabin in pennsylvania and like i got there and i was Fucking around with everybody. And she's like, let's go for a walk in the mountains. And I'm like, uh, I don't want to do that. I want to chill with my homies. So her and Ben like went on a walk in the mountains. And she still throws at me, like, remember how beautiful those mountains were? Oh no, I went with Ben and not with you. So it's kind of weird in that I don't think they've ever really talked about it, but they both have this kind of like weird jealousy, animosity thing between the two of them, which is kind of funny. Um, which of course, then they can just agree that I'm a douchebag. Yeah, like that's all the, the agreement comes to is yeah. that I'm a douchebag. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I feel like I'm I'm doing pretty good. I'll come up with three good options for you. That's my word. Okay, okay. you don't don't feel obligated to use them. Like, hopefully, that'll just be a spark towards something else. Yeah, but I'm gonna come up with three good options for you. Like realistic I,
0: options. Best I got is you know we have our song would be like uh like go downtown, main excuse to go downtown. And then just have people randomly start singing our song as we, like, walk on our journey. But I feel like that's the thing that's all over the internet. Yeah. people doing that. Um, also, I don't know a bunch of people who what, I could get to do a flash mob like that. What's my budget? <clears throat> Let's assume money is no object. Got it. Because this
1: is going to happen some this Deal. Is sometime in the future when I'm rich. Okay. So off the top of my head, you teleport the Eiffel Tower... <laughs> To mm-hmm. Egypt, okay. Put it on top of. Am I going? Am I looking good so far? On top of the pyramid, okay. Uh, Which the, pyramid? The Sphinx. Uh, but the whatever's closest to the Sphinx.
0: Well, there's there's three there, but mm. the biggest of the three. Yeah, sure. Okay.
1: Uh, and then it just sits on top of it, mm-hmm. and then you say, "I love you s- more than these," and then you blow them all up. That's one idea. Okay. <laughs> if money's no object.
0: And preservation of human culture and history.
1: Oh no, no! All the human life around is dead too, because you don't warn anybody. Like you kill everyone oh, okay. in the area. But it's just Egypt. And then you take their blood. They're and always you killing write, each other anyway. And right? you take their blood and you write "Marry Me" in the on the concrete. Nice. That's one. Triple M, "Marry Me," Marianne. I like it. <laughs> um, you know what? I feel like I like less than I remembered. What? leprechaun
0: really i loved it
1: i am going to warn you Mm -hmm. that both of these movies first of all i watched way too long ago to carry on a cohesive conversation (laughs) and especially leprechaun origins i barely was paying attention so I failed totally. <laughs> it's okay. I was paying too much attention for you. Good, cuz it was like why? <laughs> why? I, I apologize. So you have paid attention I think to uh to like uh, Silent Night Deadly Night 3 yeah. uh and uh and maybe something else recently. Uh so maybe I'm just making up for it right now. Here's here's
0: my thoughts on Leprechaun, right? Synopsis first. Synopsis is Leprechaun is about a leprechaun who wants his gold. Uh Leprechaun being Warwick Davis. Yes. We need to watch all the, War- the Leprechaun movies. This might be my favorite horror franchise of all time. Uh, having just seen four, which isn't good, <laughs> and one, which isn't that good either. But It's Warwick Davis. It's Warwick Davis. It's 100% Warwick and Davis. And no- seeing Warwick Davis in one and seeing him in four and knowing that after four in space, they do two in the hood. <laughs> i am so excited for more leprechaun uh uh uh, yeah marianne watched most of it with me yeah and i was like we need to watch more leprechaun she was like no we don't and i was like hey
1: i was talking about me and russ so we definitely do but thanks yeah um overall thoughts or did you just give them to me you didn't give me a synopsis. You gave me your overthought thoughts. After the I said, the, the synopsis, synopsis was
0: he's a leprechaun he's looking for a b- right. pot of gold. That's right.
1: Um, yeah, so I would agree with that. I think, it, in my mind, however, I originally was putting leprechaun up there for me, for me, mm-hmm. with Wishmaster and Lawnmower Man, and it doesn't quite achieve those levels. Uh, however... I think of Leprechaun, and I just think Warwick Davis's performance, and I fucking love it so much.
0: He's on skates, and then he goes through a fence. We need to talk about- And there's a hole in the fence shaped like Leprechaun. This entire movie- Including the, his hat. This
1: entire, this entire movie is just like Leprechaun trying various modes of transportation. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm just going to go right into one of my favorite notes here. Do it. And that is Marianne watching with me. Okay. And this is what she said. So he's a magical being that can throw his voice and make cat noises, but he has to ride on a ride around on a (laughs) tricycle. And I immediately responded, "No, he chooses to ride around on a (laughs) tricycle, and that's what makes this movie (laughs) awesome."
1: (laughs) He does. All right, let's go through the modes of transportation real quick. Okay, so it starts off with tricycle. Okay,
0: then he upgrades to. Weird little tykes metal El Camino pickup truck thing. Okay. Uh, let's see. He then goes to roller skates mm-hmm. b- being held behind a jeep. Yep, and like, that's where he goes. Behind a, a jeep. That's
1: where he goes through a fence, and it creates a the lab, perfect the silhouette. silhouette. Yep. yep. Uh, wheelchair down the highway. Wheelchair screeching down like. He's going 50 miles an hour yeah. in this wheelchair, right? Like, there should be shards of rubber
0: flying <laughs> off of this wheelchair. And uh, his final mode of transportation, uh, also teleportation. He okay. doesn't need any of these. That's my favorite part. He can teleport wherever he wants. He doesn't need any of these, but he does it because he wants to fuck with you. And the final one was uh, like uh, a go kart? Day of the Dead, like, end of end of dawn of the dead type armored vehicle that he just made in four seconds in the garage in the barn <laughs> oh this movie's great uh, complete with a pitchfork in the front of it <laughs>
1: um so we start off with
0: the leprechaun right start off with a drunk guy getting out of a limousine and uh pulling up to a shitty house mm-hmm. and he's like we're rich uh i apparently he was going to Ireland to get his mother's ashes or bury his mother's ashes or release his mother's ashes something and instead he found a leprechaun and got his pot of gold mm-hmm. uh, and so leprechaun kills them both but right before he did that he got locked in a crate because four leak covers are his weakness and so he nails the crate shut and puts a, a fluid cover on top yes which then locks him in the crate for 10 years. Mm-hmm. But when the floor leaf cover is knocked off of the top of the crate, he just busted the side. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but whatever magic. Um, pretty quick here. Warwick Davis says that he traded his soul for his gold.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I want to see backstory. I want to see the origin of the leprechaun. Like the leprechaun origins <laughs> of how he became a leprechaun, because wouldn't that? That's a, what
0: I thought we were getting. and I was happy.
1: Wasn't there an implication there that he was human or something and had sold? Like that's what he maybe. Like that was the implication, though, right? I sold me soul for my gold. Maybe That's he was a,
0: maybe he was a leprechaun without gold and then sold his soul for gold. Okay,
1: maybe. But um, or
0: he was a human who got turned into a leprechaun because he sold his But at some point he made gold. a
1: decision to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Like there had to have been a conflict and and he sold
0: his soul for 100 gold pieces.
1: Okay, let's talk about the 100 A 100 exactly a fucking hundred like there's a point when he's missing it and he's counting them and gets to 99 and he's like what the fuck he tricked me he's like one step away from jerking off he's like oh 89 pieces of gold oh oh there's my 90 pieces of gold talk dirty to me a dirty little 90 piece of gold oh there's my sexy little nine to one piece of gold keep going you got eight more (laughs) you started a weird number finally gets to like 99 and then he's super disappointed but 100 pieces of gold exactly really and he hasn't acquired any other chunks of gold he doesn't care about gold coins over assuming the last for you know present past he would have tried to been accumulating more gold
0: i mean obviously by four he he has acquired more gold so i need to see two and three to see how he gets it so
1: maybe this was like he was a newly birthed leprechaun with Indian. his initial one hundred pieces. Six hundred
0: years old. He tells the copy six hundred years old.
1: Um, yeah. Continuity is not really grade <laughs> A in these <laughs> in this series um, until they get to Origins, and then it ties it all together really mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Um.
0: So yeah, he's one hundred percent a leprechaun, even if he
1: isn't by four mm-hmm. in this movie. He's a totally a leprechaun. Okay. Um, now we get Jennifer Aniston and her dad, which mm-hmm. her dad bought her a house, or they're moving in there. I don't. Is it just for her, or I thought I felt like it was just for her, but mm. then she was like, "You bought me a house, and you suck, Dad, because this is Grody." Okay. That's what it felt like, but she, I don't well, know for 100% sure. One
0: hundred percent nineties Valley girl.
1: Yes. I thought you had a follow-up to that, so I paused. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Moving on from that sentence. Um, she has a cell phone, which seemed like it had to have been state-of-the-art. Like, this had to have been, like, people were elbowing each other when they were watching this. Like, she has a cell phone. They must be rich.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, the, she's going to go stay in a hotel, and she also tried to tip that guy $70 because she spilled his paint thinner. Yeah. So we know she's rich.
1: Yes. Um, and we're introduced to Job. Is his name Job? No, it's Ozzy, but he's okay. Job. Oh, I thought you were talking about Nick. No, no, no. no. I'm talking about yeah. Ozzy. Uh, who is basically Job? So, first of all, like, they just show up.
0: Like, for a good ten minutes into them, until they have to take the guy, until they take the dad to the hospital, you have no fucking clue who these people are. They're just there. <laughs> and then they randomly get into a vehicle that says three guys that paint. <laughs> and it's like, oh, that's why they're there. No,
1: they were talking about the paint for so long you knew they were painting.
0: Yeah, but you didn't know if they were, like, friends or okay, neighbors fair. or what. All right, like, that's fair. We didn't know that they were contracted to do this. That's
1: fair. Um, So Ozzy is the bad guy from Pee-wee's Big Adventure?
0: Uh-huh. And he's uh, the adult I, version of the little kid from uh, League of Their Own?
1: I don't remember League of Their Own. Oh, it's so good. You need to Solid. watch that movie. But I don't remember it.
0: Go upstairs after we record this and watch all they give their own.
1: I remember seeing another stakeout and Rosie O'Donnell having lots of cleavage and me enjoying her cleavage. And that's weird to acknowledge now. (laughs) She
0: She was in like full BSDM gear in uh, East of Eden with Dan Aykroyd.
1: Maybe that's what's in my head because that's what I envision is her like in leather and like all.
0: That's that's East of Eden, I believe. Okay,
1: so maybe she's on the cover of another stakeout, I think maybe i don't know maybe i'm combining those two movies but that's what i remember is just like this like leather brazier with like cleavage everywhere i remember when she had the rosie o'donnell show and
0: she was it was like oh like this is fun because she kind of looks like my mom you know so it's like oh i have someone motherly on the tv and now like i watched her in an interview with uh seth meyers and i was like oh man she looks like my mom like She's getting haggard.
1: She could be your mom. That's the difference. Exactly. Like, yeah. She's like
0: exactly my mom's age. Um,
1: so cleavage. <laughs> uh, I interviewed a woman once. Uh, so this, this is a good story in that like the looking behind, uh, like sneaking a peek behind the curtain of business, right? All right. Like what are they talking about when they're wanting to hire me or whatever, you know, like sexism in the workplace, blah, blah, blah. So this woman – I'm interviewing and she has just cleavage is everywhere, like to the point of being incredibly distracting. Mm -hmm. Right. So I proceeded with the interview. I did the interview. Everything went good. And I'm like, wanted another opinion on this candidate. Okay. All right. Who the other opinion was from another male. And I pulled this person aside and I was like, Hey, got this candidate. Here's all their qualifications, blah, blah, blah. However, I want to warn you, this, I'm telling you as a heterosexual male, this is what you're going to find walking in. There was zero like fist bumping or high fiving or like broness of it. Mm -hmm. And he went in, did his interview to give his second opinion on it and came out and we talked about the candidate. And then he was like, by the way, thank you for warning me about that cleavage in like the most sincere way. Like... And it wasn't until it was over that I was like, Holy shit, I'm a professional adult now. Like <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean. I'm a
0: professional adult. I warned someone
1: that there might be No cleavage. no no. No, I mean that <laughs> that it was <laughs> their sensitivities might be offended. <laughs> Sensibilities, not sensitive. No, no, no. Idiot. It wasn't it wasn't at all that. It was the just Jimmy's uh, might be rustled. Yeah, I don't know. But 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 the idea that mm-hmm. like everybody's concerned about being objectified, blah, blah, blah. At least from what my personal experience on being on the other side of the table, the person that would be objectifying them or whatever, Mm -hmm. is like it is very much for myself and the other party a conscious effort not to do that. And rather than any broness to it, it was 100% like a professional situation.
0: Which is funny because when we started there, they only hired you if you were hot. A hot lady yeah. and then
1: no, i said like i said with me
0: <laughs> and then there were firings
1: because oh. of the with really me with me ladies. with me um sorry about that oh look, cleavage let's continue with this cleavage talk mm-hmm. i found <laughs> i sent you a text and i said i needed you to justify your claims about this film oh, yeah. because i looked and i could find no stories on the internet corroborating your version of the stories about Jennifer Anderson in this movie.
0: I know me too.
1: So you couldn't find anything,
0: which is weird because this is a piece of knowledge that i I have known forever.
1: Okay. I think that you need to use the word known a little bit more carefully here because if there's zero corroborating yeah, evidence. it's
0: not true. I don't think it's true. Okay, good. But I have, so we're on the same page. I have known this forever.
1: I just swallowed that when you <laughs> told it the first time. I was like, that sounds like it could be 100% yeah. real. I would buy that. She gets friends money. She, all right, so Justin's story here. I'm pretty sure she did buy it. Tell us the story that you gave. Okay,
0: so the story that I gave is when Jennifer Aniston got her friends money she bought leprechaun because she uh, she exposed her breast in it and she was embarrassed by that or didn't want that on record so she bought the rights to leprechaun and then uh, expunged like her breasts from all future releases
1: sounds totally reasonable to someone that hasn't seen leprechaun or even me who hadn't seen it in a very long time this is a young 20 something actress in a cheesy horror movie this what do they do
0: like the the first and last thing she did before friends, basically. Yeah. What
1: do they do in in cheesy horror movies? Twenty mm-hmm. something women take their tops off,
0: which I guess they, that's what they do. Kind of the rest of the franchise.
1: Um, so they take their tops off, and w- w- she wants to be take. She w- she goes in. She becomes um, the girl next door. She becomes the household name. Of course, you don't want that. If you have the money to erase history, you're going to do it. I bought it.
0: Maybe this is like a really early version of the Mandela effect.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it feels like it. I mean, uh, but the only person that I've saying that is you that I've ever heard of. But I totally bought it. But this movie isn't even sexual at all. Like, mm, no. Like that's what I started. The reason that I, I, I still believed you until I was watching it, and I was like. Like, he's killing people and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. this movie doesn't seem... Rem- they don't sexualize her at all. No,
0: she's not sexualized. Like, the leprechaun isn't lecherous or anything.
1: No. I mean, don't get me wrong. She's an attractive 20-year-old girl. Yeah. But there's zero... This is a
0: pretty nose job, but still. There's, there's she's nothing. still the hottest one on Friends.
1: Um. There's nothing. We've talked about Courtney Cox, right? Like, her fucking nosedive in how attractive she is? Mm-mm. She did did she David did.
0: Arquette ruin her?
1: I think she just went like hardcore anorexic, man. Mm. Like she started off like even if you just look at the sc- the Scream franchises, where I see it, okay, like I'm like Courtney Cox is really pretty. Ooh, something is going wrong. And then by Scream three, you're like, holy shit, you look like Jennifer Carpenter. I've only seen one, mm. so we'll get there someday.
0: But weren't those the David Arquette years though?
1: Yeah. So I think that's when they met. Is that?
0: Scream One wasn't it? Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't know, but there's this thing where women—I don't know—it's not healthy. It's a psychological thing <laughs> where they fucking like finish your sentence. I just don't know. They're women. They're women. Like, go off the deep end and try to be as thin as possible. Yeah, it's
0: body dysmorphia. Yeah, it's bad. It doesn't just affect women. No,
1: it's bad. Um, Leprechaun. Leprechaun. Okay, so you rescind all previous statements about your knowledge of Leprechaun.
0: Yeah, I, it's still. Pre- it, I'm pretty sure she did buy the rights to the movie. Probably she's I not think particularly she just, proud. She only of it. did it out of embarrassment
1: now. But I think she should. I don't know. I think so maybe there was a
0: rumor that started around the time she bought it.
1: Probably. I think she should own it though. Like she does a fine job. Yeah. It's she, it's, a, a comp- it's a it's a it's a goofy horror movie.
0: There are co- there's competent acting throughout this whole thing. I I don't think there's weird.
1: A, yeah, there's not a bad person in it. No. There really isn't. No. It's, <laughs>
0: Even fucking Mrs. O'Grady is fine
1: <laughs> with her four lines before she dies. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Everybody in this movie is competent to okay.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's it's not to the level of Jack Frost, but it's like definitely on, on that trajectory before Jack Frost was made.
0: So yeah. We had this con- we had the conversation a couple times. We went from is is Ozzy? Is he's is he supposed to be simple?
1: Oh, he's got to be simple. And then,
0: like the next scene was like, um, that was w- he's he's like they're they're trying to make it seem like. And then by the third one, it's like, yeah, duh, of course. <laughs> but like, <laughs> it could just be like you know he's interacting with the kid because he has to or whatever, and then it gets more and more. It's like, oh, okay. And then he just swallows a gold coin.
1: Uh, I've got a couple of people in my life. Uh, I know I'm being cryptic about that, but um, one of which I'm, everybody's reaction to this individual is like, good for them. They have a driver's license. They good for them. Oh, you, you went to the store by yourself. Good for you. And that's, great that like that person can be independent and do their own thing right
0: yeah
1: and there's another person who functionally is a couple notches above them but they're good enough that you're like god damn it why the fuck did you do that you just really (laughs) pissed me off (laughs) it's not fair to that person because they like cross that threshold right like it's (laughs)
0: not a there's no gray area (laughs) It is a solid black line, and you're on one side of the other, and you get treated accordingly. Yeah,
1: exactly. And like, I think this this person would be better off if they were slightly below that line instead of Pro- above, yeah. because they're they above. would probably have a better life. <laughs> just
0: you know, one more brick to the head, shave off a couple IQ points,
1: and, and then we would off. just be impressed that they tied their shoe on their own, yeah. instead of getting pissed off that they didn't do something. <laughs> it's re- I. I think it's wrong, but I'm aware that I, but I can't, like, viscerally, I can't help but get pissed off when I... <laughs> yeah, because you've seen them do things <laughs> such as tie their shoes. Exactly.
0: You know, in a timely manner, no exactly. less. <laughs> they weren't moving their mouths talking about where the the rabbit goes. Yeah, so, they're bad. good.
1: Oh, uh, Anyway, so... Ozzy, I think, is very much. I think Ozzy would fall above that line that you could be pissed off at Ozzy for fucking. Like, God damn it, Ozzy, you know that paint doesn't get mixed in that bucket? We fucking talk about this every fucking day. We've been painting together for 15 years, Ozzy. Why would you put it in that bucket? By the way, they're painting the house
0: blue and the shutters red?
1: What the fuck? Uh, they're very patriotic in this family. <laughs> okay, so.
0: We, we haven't talked about the leprechaun at all. Nope. So he breaks out of the crate, and Ozzy sees him, and oh my god, he just drops this line about how his shoes aren't shiny. And I was like, oh, that's a funny line. I did not know that that was going to be a through line throughout this whole thing. Oh, he loves it his is my shoes. It is my favorite through line. Like, at the end, when they're, like, chucking shoes so that uh, Jennifer Aniston can escape... Uh, Marianne was like, what the fuck? That is the dumbest thing. And I'm just like, I'm just fucking loving it. Like, oh, look at him he's shining his shoe. So- oh, he's skittering over there, <laughs> shine that one. It's so dumb. Okay. I love
1: it. I think you, you blew past this. So if you haven't seen it, what's happening is <laughs> they've decided that he has the ultimate shoe fetish. He's decided he has the ultimate shoe fetish. And well, he, they figure it out. Yes. So in order to get away from him, they keep distracting him by chucking shoes that he, is compelled to run and shine, chucking them into the dirt, scuffing them up, and need, they need to be shined now. Um, <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so stupid. It's great. <laughs> um, the, the thing that I remember, I, like I said, it's been a decade or more since I've watched these films. I, I think there's zero continuity as they go through. Like I feel like the four leaf okay clover, with that. Thing, but no, 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 completely like, okay like with the four leaf clover thing. Totally abandoned. <laughs> Good. The shoes stupid. Thing, totally abandoned Aww, and it's just it's I like the shit like but em- who cares every single one they just make up this new thing that the he leprechaun was, he was
0: the leprechaun through the whole thing and I I didn't get one John Wayne or or Pee Wee Herman or something yeah
1: so um you ever have those moments where you compare yourself to people and you're like fuck I am 34 we're both 34 now uh I just turned 34 I'm assuming that I've got an awesome birthday gift coming from you momentarily that our mm-hmm. middle signet
0: yeah um I, again, gestures are not good. I need to figure out what that is. I look... But I have thought about the obligation of needing to get you oh, good. A, a gift.
1: From last year? <laughs> I'm just going to let that hang there. Okay. Moving on. Um, you didn't give me a birthday gift last year. Yes, you I got did. me a...
0: We're going to Horror Hound, so I have an excuse to make you feel guilty for not
1: getting me anything gift. I don't think so. That was birthday all the way, bro. Okay. Anyway. Uh, so... I looked it up on IMDb. Warwick Davis was 33, so a year younger than us when he made this movie. And I can't help but compare myself to people when I do that. I'm like, fucking Warwick Davis. Already done fucking Willow, when he was 17. Did had already done. Now he's 33, fucking making Leprechaun.
0: I like that you. For you, it's Warwick Davis. For me, it's Isaac Newton.
1: <laughs> There's some truth to that. Isaac Newton There's accomplished every
0: today. his entire life. He. Invented calculus. He discovered the spectrum of light. He discovered the motions, uh, the three laws of motion, uh, gravity. Don't had care. calculated don't care. slightly wrongly, don't care. but calculated all the motions of the planets and don't the b- planetary bodies all by the time he was 26 years old.
1: Warwick Davis jumped
0: on a pogo stick to
1: death on someone. Okay. Boom. So you probably don't remember
0: this, but. I- the coin collector, he's wearing this frumpy padded suit the entire time. He's got front butt and, like, a belly that's definitely padding. And so we're like, oh, okay. Marianne and I both noticed it and we're like, he's going to die real good. Like, I can't wait to see how he dies. And then, like, he's like, give me the coin. And he, he gives him the coin and we're like, oh, well, I guess he's not going to die. Why the fuck was he wearing that suit? And then he s- grabs a pogo stick, and the way they shot it, you never know, you like, you'd never get a full shot of him bouncing on top of the guy. No. There was n- zero reason for him to be wearing that suit that entire time. <laughs> like, they didn't, every time he jumped on his stomach, it probably was a fake body. Oh, for sure. It, ha- it ha- If it wasn't, it could have been. Yeah. So there was zero
1: reason for him to wear that padded suit and i thought that was funny (laughs) um i think warwick davis the leprechaun design looks great throughout this movie we didn't really comment and i don't think too much on four but he looks great in four even in this which is obviously a low budget cheesy horror movie he looks really good man like the makeup jobs that they do is great and then warwick davis just like his walk is fucking iconic that's right. I'm using the word iconic for Leprechaun. Sure, but just like his gate, mm-hmm. um, which you see Willow in that gate because it's all Warwick Davis. Yeah, because um, he's kind of like bow legged. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it works. It's, yeah, it's like a if a cowboy were to skitter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and there is times when when uh, Leprechaun here Warwick Davis like fucking runs, and yeah. it's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, there's there's like he runs in the woods.
1: And there are shots of just his legs. Are Other than a wrestler, is there a more physical little person than Warwick Davis? Like, there's little person wrestlers. Mm-hmm. But... Hornswoggle, for one. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs>
0: uh, there can't be, right? He's got to be... I mean, they're probably circus performers and stuff, but...
1: Th- that's true. I'm. But he's prob- He probably he's gotta does the most in hollywood yeah why well, we talked about ed gale like fucking lying and manning up and doing the stunts on child's play when he shouldn't have been doing them yeah yeah um okay so the the leprechaun we haven't talked about what what our plot is the leprechaun's trying to get his gold back ozzy mm-hmm. has accidentally swallowed a gold coin right uh and he wants it back but they don't even
0: they don't even figure that out to like the very end like they, we, we know the gold. that
1: we know that had happened. I'd
0: forgotten that it happened until he counts. He's at like they show him counting. He's like ninety-seven, and that's when I was like, he only has a hundred gold pieces, <laughs> and also he's obviously going to be missing one. And then I didn't remember that it was in Azu's stomach at yeah. that time. Uh, but Marianne was like, "Yeah, of course, I knew that right away," and I was like, "Well, thanks for telling me." <laughs> I, I saw it happen and I forgot about it cuz I was too busy t-
1: laughing at the dumb fence. We need to rewatch this so I understand <laughs> it. Do you want to do Inception first or do you want to do Do you want to do Leprechaun? Um confused about both a little.
0: I understand Inception completely. Mm, okay. It's a wedding ring, it's not the top. Mm. Um Have you seen Inception?
1: Yeah, you, when it was in the theater. Okay. I haven't seen Dunkirk or Interstellar though.
0: I haven't seen Dunkirk, but I have seen Interstellar i'm sure they're great it's uh, you know interstellar i want to punch in the face we didn't talk about this <gasps> no we didn't i have no fucking clue what you're talking about but you're incredibly excited so i'm gonna ruin it for you by doing this and not stop talking until like now because i out of things to say
1: get out oh yeah that's awesome right four academy nominations four nominations he's
0: only the fifth black director to ever be nominated for best director
1: best actor yep. best director Best screenplay, best picture. Best original screenplay, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's fantastic. Even if he doesn't win for a first-time director in yeah. the horror genre.
0: Well, it's him versus uh, the director of Lady Bird, who is only the fifth female director, and it's also her first ever movie that she made. So, uh, The
1: Shape of Water also got... Th- 13 nominations, I think, it yep. led the, the yep. Oscars. And that's a horror... I haven't seen it. It's a fish-fucking movie. Yeah. It's I a, haven't seen it either. Um, you know, it's, it's a, another genre movie, so that's... It's big by for a what? non like a non-white, non-American yeah. director. Yeah. It's big. Yeah. Um, do you think there's a degree? There's got to be a degree of compensation from the previous year. Oh, yeah. It's got to be there, right?
0: This was this is. Yeah. Like, but this, this is, is a good year. For this that is to the happen first time that nobody's pissed off at the Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you know, it used to be like women or uh, minorities or actually all of them. Would be mad because it would just be white men nominated for everything. Yep. Uh,
1: and then they would snub some genre darlings. Which would suck, though, if you're in the Academy and it just so happens those five best films were from white dudes. Right. Um, but I but it always it always goes to those January, like
0: December, January movies that are made just as Oscar bait, that are like based on a true story, that are fine, but like the year is the year in movies usually isn't
1: defined by those movies here's the the problem though for me personally is that every year i'm like i don't give a shit about the oscars i don't care it's not they they're bullshit they don't i don't care about anything that they care about until they care about something that i care about and i'm like see vindication (laughs) like like i'm i'm putting myself at fault here
0: That's like Um, the most hipster ass thing you could possibly do. No, it is
1: like, I'm, I'm admitting that though, but, but it is exciting. It is exciting for me as a genre fan that there's going to be more money put into this from studios. Mm -hmm. These movies are getting attention. It's good for everyone. And Jordan Peele in particular fucking deserves it, man. He knocked it out of the park. So I posted about awesome. Congratulations, Jordan Peele. Right. Mm -hmm. And I've heard this from at least two people personally. I'm sure there's a million other people on the internet, but the get out is a racist movie because it talks negatively about white people Uh, that pisses me off so much. And my reply was according to that logic, Schindler's list is negative towards white Christians because they oppress Jews.
0: mm
1: -hmm. Is my analogy wrong there? No. It's probably why that person didn't respond.
0: (laughs) Get out. Isn't racist it's it's a play on racism like it it shows what white people actually do to black people on a daily basis and oh hold on on. i'm gonna cut you off there hyperbolic
1: i'm gonna cut you off there it's not even necessarily about that it's about what those white people do yes it's obviously representative of everybody but specifically those people right boys Mm -hmm. in the hood is about a gang right yeah does that mean that that director is saying that all black people are in a gang no no but these white people were fucking racist douchebags yeah that's what the story is
0: i mean that's 12 years of slave like that's amistad that's every movie we've ever made about oh, slavery
1: if that person retorted to me i had like a whole list amistad was my next one to go to and then roots was the next one if they kept going like no but this one's racist I'm like what about roots what about amistad like Sorry, that just got me riled. Because if anything, I feel for the black person because of my white guilt.
0: <laughs> Fucking like white people who are just like, Mah! and like same and just like like men right, men's rights adv- advocates. It's like fuck off.
1: I think. All right, this might be just trying to make myself feel better, but I think, and I think hopefully Jordan Peele would agree with this. And hopefully he's coming on next week. We're in talks. Yeah. Um, I think like the least racist thing you could do is to like admit we're all inherently like a tiny bit racist. Like if you have to try yeah. to overcome like, that, like, like you and I talked about that right after mm-hmm. we saw it out. I was like, what's the most racist thing you've done? And my answer was pat myself on the back for not being racist, basically. Yeah. Like, but that's fucking right. Ra- that's terrible of me. Mm-hmm. But I think Jordan Peele and I, like I'm holding him up now as this fucking Malcolm X guy. I think he would agree with me. What? I'm backing away from the mic from that comment. No, no, no. I'm I'm saying he's not, but I'm saying what? I don't know what you're saying. Okay. My point is I'm holding him up as some authority on race relations. Okay? Okay. I'm holding him up as this authority on race relations, but I would think he would agree with me that like that acknowledgement is the majority of the battle. That's what his goal is with get out, right? Is to try to get us as white people to see that there is a predisposed prejudice based on the fact that you're teaching, you're treating someone different based on their skin color. So you're saying he made this movie for white people? Yeah, I think he is. Didn't he?
0: know that i've ever heard him say that i i don't but i did see him on St- on uh late night uh stephen colbert where he was talking about like uh like that's the the white people come up to me all the time and go oh man i love get out i've seen it three times <laughs> uh, and it's that funny
1: that's the, well it's the new uh i voted for obama yeah he actually calls it the new i voted for obama did it? I believe. Yeah. um but i but if we can acknowledge that, does that mean something? I don't know. I don't know, are we gonna are we gonna solve race relations again? Well we've got a couple minutes left, so I mean it can't take that long, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's hash this out. <laughs> Sorry, we got distracted. Talking about Oscars while we were talking about Leprechaun. So uh
0: the painters are gonna stay there overnight? Why are painters gonna stay there overnight? <laughs> like we'll just try to find some rooms. What fucking how about your own
1: rooms? Like
0: where? Why are you painting my house? Well, why are you staying here? And in she- this
1: area of the country, it's hard to find someone to paint. Mm-hmm. So they had to come from from a few states away. Okay. It's a specialty thing.
0: And I guess well, since she was going to go get a hotel room, she was just like, well, whatever. Yeah.
1: Um so we're building towards the climax after he kills a bunch of people? Yeah. Right? Uh and they end up discovering that a four leaf clover is the way to subdue him.
0: hmm That's a touch of skin.
1: And I don't
0: know why I said that with like a weird gay lisp at the end a <laughs> they... <laughs> <Just> touch skin. <laughs> Sucksaw. Uh,
1: uh so they start randomly digging through patches of clover? Which by the way, it's it's very obviously like
0: fake grass, like carpet grass. But like a hundred square feet of it with three patches of little clover on it. Yeah. And she's just digging through it. We're never going to find it. I give up. And then they found, found one. It. Yep. They found it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because then Ozzy's like, you can't give up. You got to believe. And Marianne was like, this movie's about believing. No. It's like, fuck it. I don't know. He went through the fence. That's all I care about. Uh,
1: so I feel like they get really risky here. Like a four leaf clover is really hard to find. Right? No. That's the point of this movie. It's super oh, okay. hard to find one. Gotcha. If they go super risky with it, because they like wad it around a rock, around a piece of gum, and slingshot it in into his, in mouth. To his mouth. Is that risky? Like, are no, you have it's super have seen
0: him shoot the the slingshot once, and it hit Ozzy in the head. So, <laughs> so you know he's a crack shot. Uh, he was gonna set up that bear trap and. Hit him with rocks, probably, but then he almost got his head stuck in the bear trap by the leprechaun.
1: Uh, and he makes the shot. Of course he does. Straight down Warwick Davis's throat. Who,
0: like, blows up and falls down a well, but obviously he's too small to go over the well, so rocks just disappeared from the well <laughs> so that he could fall down it.
1: <laughs> oh, um. Yeah, these are objectively not good movies at all. No,
0: they're not good. Uh, but I, I love, I loved this one, and I liked four.
1: Uh, and it's all Warwick Davis. I really think if you had a shittier actor in this, yeah, it would not be what it is.
0: If it starred Hornswoggle, probably wouldn't be that great.
1: That being said, I don't know if that's fair to Hornswoggle. No, this the movie, mo- the
0: movie was not fair to Hornswoggle. I'm saying knowing Hornswoggle, okay, as somebody okay, who liked wrestling fair. when he was there. And he's fine. He he was good at being Hornswoggle, and I've heard him in shoot interviews. And he seems like a smart, intelligent person. Uh, but he's no Warwick Davis.
1: There is there another Warwick Davis? He's pretty up there, dude. He's pretty uh, great.
0: Who's the one that played R two D two? Kenny Baker. Kenny Baker.
1: Did I just out Star Wars you? You were wearing a Star Wars t shirt, and I just out Star Wars you.
0: I I was gonna say Kyle something. I knew it was KB
1: that's the guy from tenacious d
0: that's kyle gass uh, and jack that's
1: close um it's jb and yeah. kg final thoughts on leprechaun
0: that's me and kg that's me i love it it's fun it's these movies if i could describe them in one word joyous
1: <laughs> um before we move on to leprechaun origins can i talk to you about some novel stuff Sure. Um,
0: Novel ideas. So I think
1: think this is the first time that I've really seen this. You've broken out the Kindle. And I think it's pretty hilarious. So first, um, reading a book by this guy, and he referenced at times like he would say something happened. (laughs) You're laughing because I said by this guy, but the point is it's not. (laughs)
0: Let me be super specific. I'm reading this book by this guy.
1: (laughs) All right. I'll get it. Okay. The book is called Header 2. Header 2? Header 2 by Edward Lee. It's a sequel to Header, okay. thus Header 2. All right. Uh, and when this book came out, the the website associated with it was What is a Header? And the answer to that question is a header is when you want to kill somebody, you drill a hole in the top of their head, slice it with a knife, and then fuck their brain until they die. The answer on a
0: website to What is a Header is the size of the text. So you have Header 1, which is the biggest And then header two is slightly smaller, header three, header four, header five and header six. So
1: this is the sequel to that, right? (laughs) Uh, and he, I'm noticing like, as he's writing it, there's times that he's like, and conveniently for this author, this character does this. And I'm like, at first I was like a little off put. And then he did it multiple more times. And he's fucking breaking the fourth wall in his book, making the joke. Like, this is a bullshit thing. I just need to progress the story along. Right. Luckily
0: Uh, for author, character does
1: plot um so a couple of of examples of this that i thought was great uh is um it said uh, helton took a breath like a long-winded character in a novel that insists on propelling backstory in a passive static scenes like this 1929 years ago it was so he just says he took a long breath like someone preparing to uh exhale backstory and then he just gave us a shitload of backstory. And you're not laughing right now.
0: Am I supposed to be?
1: I thought it was funny. Is that my role? I would hope so. Um, okay, I'm going to give you this last one then because that didn't go great for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> all right, my, laughing now. My last attempt here is uh, the two loser drug dealers floundered then much like a pair of supplemental characters in a novel with the narrative no longer had use for
0: like those are fine they're not things that you read out of context that will be hilarious but i'm sure within reading them they deserve a, a a smile and maybe a chuckle
1: maybe a chortle case piece was gone quite like a character in a novel set up to die. But then the irresponsible author at the last minute foresaw that the character had a use in a future project. All right. It's funny. He's just telling you exactly what he's doing. All right. That bit bailed. Fuck you.
0: (laughs) This has been out of context quotes for (laughs) us.
1: fuck you leprechaun, leprechaun-
0: origins we you should you should stockpile more of those here's the segment name you ready contextual text
1: <laughs> uh, those don't need context he's saying he said exactly what it was which was i'm fucking just dis- <laughs> forgetting this guy because he's not convenient here's, the, here's the
0: problem in your setup to the joke Mm -hmm. you explained every joke
1: that you just that you did after that good call we should do a retake yeah okay ready (laughs) you just like clapped to the you just clapped the wrong side of the microphone the first time
0: i was trying to clap near the (laughs) microphone but not directly into it so then i I was like all right fuck it i'll clap right into the microphone and fuck everyone who's listening Uh, fuck you
1: you hear that oh hey we have some problems and they're fixed now yeah
0: sure if you couldn't download four random episodes, you should be able to download those <laughs> back in the backlog now. Yeah, okay. Don't oh. put apostrophes in in names. We
1: need. I need to pick a bone with you.
0: Pick a bone with me.
1: Um. So I talked to Tom Karosik, and I was like, "Dude, where are we at with this new next Cohen over Cohen thing?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Uh, that's been in Justin's hands for like a month now. It's been like three weeks. Yeah. How are we sitting on that fella?" I'm
0: raring up to do it. <laughs> That's, you, you just
1: said that like like you had done anything. Like trying to muster up the energy to sit in front of a computer. Have, see, tomorrow at noon mm. I have a reminder going on oh, Okay, to do it. <laughs> How many previous reminders has there been? I'm not going to tell you <laughs> because the answer is a lot. <laughs> I'll probably also ignore that one. Uh, I would like to point out... Uh, there's been a huge dry spell right now between Cohen and over Cohen songs. Actually, that's not true because we have Maniac Cop. That yeah. doesn't count, however, because that was the first thing that was ever done. So you have to go all the way back to Wishmaster. Um, right now, Russ's part is done. I'm waiting on Mr. I didn't know Mr. this was Justin. the next one.
0: Yeah. We talked about doing this like throughout the whole like year, basically. Doing what? The music video for this one. You, I thought there were other projects lined up, and this one was the big one that we were taking our time with.
1: We've been taking our time for like a year. Yeah, well. Yeah. So, tick tock. It took him
0: two months to get me the footage, and you're bitching at me that I've I've only had it for a month?
1: I'm Just so you know, that means the deadline to get that two month is officially started. All right. Hmm. Deal. Leprechaun Origins, synopsis. Can I do this? Yeah. Uh, douchebaggy kids get chased by a monster.
0: <laughs>
1: My overall thoughts. In Ireland. In Ireland. My overall thoughts. Um, it's an hour and a half of watching douchebaggy kids get chased by a fucking monster. No, it's not. It's an hour and 18 minutes because the credits <laughs> last 12 minutes and <laughs> they, 10 seconds. They do. It's so long. I was like, holy shit, is this movie over? And then I like celebrated, and then I was like, How? There is 12 minutes of they credits. They show...
0: They do the credits in a way. Obviously, they have a lot of people working on this because of the Lion Gate film and WWE Studios. like, It's not the biggest thing ever. It's not an MCU where you're going to sit through 10 minutes of credits and it's a wall of text. But... Uh, they show like three names for like five seconds... And then they show you five seconds of here is a piece of the set that it was filmed on and we're gonna take a flashlight and fuck around on it. And then we're gonna play really dramatic music that makes you think this means something. It doesn't mean anything.
1: Here's why I have like almost nothing to say about this movie is it is just all right, so if the movie's an hour and eighteen minutes total, an hour of that is just a monster chasing teenage kids.
0: Back and forth between the same three locations. Two locations. Two places and various vehicles around those places.
1: My overall thoughts on this film is fuck this movie. This, is this isn't even a movie.
0: Fuck this piece of shit.
1: This is one scene that was stretched out into to a feature length movie.
0: Okay. So, first thing we see in this movie is a couple running and uh, she throws her backpack, and you hear a jingle. You're like, there's gold in there. Uh, and then her boyfriend or whatever gets taken away by... You You don't see the monster. It gets taken away by something. So she's running for the stone, and you're thinking, oh, the stone must be magic. You mean the Rawhead Rex pillar? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so she's running to the stone, and you think, that must be important. I bet you if she gets to the stone, it's like, tag, no tag back, she can't get me now.
1: I was thinking tag two, like that's safety.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's safety. Uh, okay. So then she falls down.
1: I'm watching Justin get like settled, like he's getting ready to do gonna, some shit.
0: Then We're going to have, we're going to talk about this movie. She falls down. She's 20 feet from the stone when she falls down. Does she get up and start running to the stone again? No, she gets up and like, he's like, am I safe? Let me look around for 20 seconds i could have been to that stone and back and uh, there again already but no let me just look around oh monster got me fuck this movie
1: i think it's important here you and i have both used the word monster instead of leprechaun
0: because it's like a mini nosferatu
1: it's like it looks like a cousin to the elf from elves
0: yeah it's yeah. just a
1: monster. It looks exactly like the they elf took from the elves, elves, right?
0: From elves, and were like, what does that look like in twenty fourteen? Yes, it looks exactly like that. Yes, one hundred percent. Thank you.
1: Here's the thing: it's not necessarily bad when we get to see any of it. No, it really isn't. It looks pretty cool. But this movie, is it's not to Leprechaun,
0: like the new version of the Leprechaun franchise. It's not Leprechaun. Call this like, oh, it's a Leprechaun Origins, like. It, fucking irish monster uh, irish chupacabra yeah. i don't care it's not leprechaun it's uh, not leprechaun so then we get the titles and it's just fucking helvetica text <laughs> and like inter- like we're introducing uh dylan hornswoggle postal as the leprechaun i and, think
1: he's. And- i don't really know hornswoggle mm-hmm. i think he's like the fucking victim of this movie yes. man
0: so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna see him try to put on his best Warwick Davis, and it's probably not gonna be good, but it's gonna be fun ride. Did you read the? IM- get there.
1: Did you read the IMDb trivia for this? I did not. Uh, he the only thing that was really there was he didn't watch any of the previous Leprechaun movies okay. because he wanted to bring his own inspiration to the character. Okay, which maybe he tried to do. Sure. But warwick davis in leprechaun is all character he's fucking
0: that's all the movies are
1: what is horns and i'm not i'm not faulting hornswoggle on this all right and that's what i said he's the biggest victim because there is no fucking character it could be no. a puppet in this movie right
0: yeah. it could have just been cgi in 2014
1: yeah or a fucking puppet on a hand not because, even
0: because you you see it like four times in, like, in full, really. And all Other time it's, just, it's rustling yes. through the grass. Or you get its first-person view of its weird, fucked-up vision.
1: Which looks like the fisheye lens view from a 1993 movie. It's,
0: it's like shitty Predator vision.
1: Uh, or a, a, a Nintendo 64 video game? Yeah. It looks terrible.
0: Like, everyone looks yellow, and then gold looks slightly more gold against yellow. It's like shinier yellow.
1: Um... Because I must be a basicist, I didn't do it this time, but previously I had watched the special features for this. I think thinking like
0: what, what the, the fuck?
1: fuck? <laughs> and I watched and like they did interviews with Hornswoggle and stuff and he, this dude is like he's in this suit that looks super cool and he's busting his ass and he's like, Alright, this is my scene, this is what I'm doing. He's but incredibly they don't really hard worker. But they don't put anything on fucking the film at yeah. all. There's nothing. It could be a puppet on a Yeah and he might have done fant- he might have done terrible he might have done fantastic we have no idea I do think
0: so based on his wrestling his, you know because wrestling is acting and athletics combined and he he was great he wasn't given a lot to do, but he embraced what he was and was great at it.
1: If they didn't put his name on this cover and we hadn't talked about it, I wouldn't have thought there was a person doing that. Yeah. Because yeah. there would be no reason for it to happen. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, I watched behind the scenes, they fucking did. He was running around in this suit. And the
0: fucking Why would they is do just that? like, growling and snarling all the time.
1: Why would they do that? Why would they waste having a dude in this suit? I
0: don't... You,
1: You could pull back. There's
0: one name on all of this movie, and it's Hornswoggle. Dylan Hornswoggle Postal. He has zero,
1: and he's not, he, there's no, there's no Hornswoggle to this. I don't even know fucking Hornswoggle, but I just know this is just a generic puppet
0: generic puppet cgi monster whatever
1: i'd much rather have something bad like you i we talked about david caruso a few episodes ago right yeah i don't fucking like that guy but at least you know who he is and that he has a person like there's nothing here at all yeah it's bland and there's the fucking fisheye lens and that's like that's all i feel like the whole time that's all this movie is the entire time it's like an 80s fisheye lens and a puppet which isn't a puppet. Like, how bad would that suck? To be a dude that busted your ass. hmm I'm just ranting. To yeah. be a dude that busted your Rant ass. Rant
0: away. It deserves it.
1: To be a dude that busted your ass. And then people are watching it like, oh, that's a kind so, of cool so puppet, shit, I guess. Yeah, it's
0: like a weird shitty puppet. Uh, it's kind of slimy, I guess. It looks kind of cool.
1: Yeah, and he's like, I was in that suit for 10 hours that day. Yeah. And all they used was that one shot of my eye. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. And no. the movie doesn't look bad. Like, there's cool visuals when they're running through the fields or whatever. Yeah. Like, I bet you these guys could make an awesome music video by the looks of this movie. Sure.
0: <laughs> Who did it? Anybody? Have they done anything? I don't. I don't. Nothing that I can... Rec- no. You should look that up. No. While I talk about... So, uh, we... It's four college students. Uh, you have the party guy and party girl couple... And then you have the more stable, smart people couple. And they kind of make him out to look like the good boyfriend, but then he's like nagging her hard and everything. Uh, I think by the end he's supposed to be a douchebag, but he's a cock throughout this whole movie. For no reason. The the drunk asshole guy winds up being the best character in this movie. And guess what? Oh, he's the first to die. The only one in this movie with a shred of fucking personality is the first one to die. Ugh. Uh. So then they are taken to this cabin with a promise to go see some cool historic shit. Because she's a historian. Uh. They're going to go see some cool historic shit in the morning. It's a big trek. So they have to stay in this cabin overnight. And guess what? It's a trap. They're trying to feed the leprechaun to them.
1: Uh, Update. Director of Leprechaun Origins okay. has done uh, a couple of TV series since. Ingress Obsessed and Mech X4. My guess is, without zero research, based on what I'm looking at, these are Oh, Mech X4 is a Disney show that looks like X-Men on mm-hmm. Disney um and he did something dead rising watchtower um okay, which dead rising that. has is a, uh, a a video game series mm-hmm. right um
0: that was probably like a netflix series or something yeah or just a generic web series uh
1: and the author of the screenplay um has one writing credit being leprechaun origins and he produced uh my crazy x and my haunted house tv series so
0: my crazy ex-girlfriend
1: uh no my crazy ex
0: so which i don't know missing- what
1: either of those things are but my assumption is the fact that you knew what that was it's it's vampire it's a
0: popular show that like marianne watches and a lot of people watch
1: yeah my assumption is then that they're trying to backpack off the other
0: yeah okay so uh, okay you're a horror guy that I am. Every time I talk about this, talk about you know we do the remake. Is modern horror too serious? Is it too cynical? Because when I watch Friday the Thirteenth and Freddy and Leprechaun, even Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which you know maybe didn't hit the mark as much as he wanted it to, but there there is humor and fun to the horror Mm -hmm. and i feel like modern horror is too self-serious
1: um maybe but what i would say is also you're only uh, even though i've curated what you've seen you're only getting part of that so i mean the same time that you're getting nightmare on elm street you're also getting funny or, or you're getting something super serious like the exorcist came around about the same time as as I'm going to name things that you haven't seen. But Last House on the Left came out around the same time as The Exorcist, right? Um, but
0: those are those are exceptions. Those aren't very... The Exorcist has a little bit of humor. Uh, it's more black humor. But Last House on the Left could not be described as humorous. No,
1: no, no. But that's my point, is that they have all existed simultaneously. Sure, but... And if you... Uh,
0: okay. As an outsider, I feel like... With obviously Get Out as the current exception. If I go see a horror movie in the theater in the last five years, it's going to be very serious. Mm. It's going to be very serious teenagers getting murdered.
1: Okay. I would say most of them probably. There are exceptions. I haven't seen it. Happy Death Day uh, just came out and was a huge huge another hit for Blumhouse the same people that released uh get out and pretty much every horror movie that you see anymore
0: happy that they look like something I might have wanted to watch
1: um that I think is the lighter thing that you're looking for um, so they exist um, and they're out there next week spoiler has a, little, a degree of that um they're out there but I would say especially the 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 mainstream things that, that people are aiming for is yeah they want to go real
0: Yeah, it's real grimy, gritty, dirty, serious, like, fucking take us seriously. We're horror. Yeah. And I don't... There was a charm to it. Even, Even the more serious movies, Last House on the Left had charm that I don't think any of the modern remakes or any of the most of the modern horror that I've seen has has had
1: okay that might be fair because you said most devil's candy yeah obviously obviously, you you had good feelings for things Mm -hmm. okay
0: good there are always things but it's what is what is the blockbuster in the genre and it's probably a pretty self-serious kind of thing
1: okay yeah probably um i feel like i've ranted all that i have about leprechaun origins because it was i was like checking out and i'm like oh they're fucking being chased with the fish, fish eye again oh there's another shitty shot of that holy shit i feel sorry for hornswoggle right now
0: things i've yelled i yelled at the tv uh why the fuck is he a scary monster
1: uh you you had no idea right no no clue. you that had that to was, have been that had to have been disappointing, Hornswoggle right?
0: Hornswoggle is a leprechaun <laughs> in WWE. He he hung out with Fit Finley, who was an Irishman who had who had a shillelagh all the time, and he was his little buddy, who was a leprechaun who hid under the ring and then would cause mischief. Like that was most of his character.
1: He was Warwick Davis's son.
0: <laughs> he was actually Vince McMahon's son. Okay. In the storyline. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm so glad that I don't watch wrestling anymore because that sounds ridiculous
0: uh, uh why does nobody like kick him in the dick? They're fighting over the gun, and there's a long there's a long struggle between three people until like one of them gets knocked out kick him in the dick he would have had that gun just kick him in the dick. Why do you hire Hornswoggle and then just make him a monster?
1: So they could put his name on the fucking poster.
0: Yeah, Uh, and so that WWE could release it. Same with uh, what was the Kane movie, See No Evil. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that, but
1: Uh, that it's not good. But at least it's Kane being like Kane is a mindless machine, right? That's he fucking is a mindless killing machine. Yeah, yeah. Hornswoggle didn't get that opportunity here. No. Uh yeah,
0: final note other than the end credits are 12 minutes and 10 seconds. Uh yeah, this movie is bad and it should feel bad.
1: Justin, which do you prefer? <laughs> leprechaun or Leprechaun Origins? Which explains all of the origins of said leprechaun, of course, correct?
0: Because it takes place 10 years after uh 11 years after the first movie. Mm-hmm. And it's very so, plot driven, uh, like we it, understand. it's going to ex- uh, explain the origins of this 600-year-old thing, even though it's taking place in 2014.
1: Fuck leprechaun origins.
0: Oh, by the way, uh, I don't say... So, you know, we have our uh, single female getaway, like most horror movies, like the one girl that's left. Uh, the leprechaun is chasing her, and she's trying to get to the same stone. She trips over the that lady from the first, uh, first uh, scene. Mm-hmm. She trips over her bag. We don't hear a jingle. There's no reason for her to stop everything she's doing and go, What's in this bag, I wonder? <laughs> but she opens it up, finds the gold coins, and throws them up in the air. The leprechaun's like, "Huh," eh? And she takes the machete and chops off his head. The moment she did that, I went, oh, there must be more leprechauns. And then, like, two minutes later, you get the reveal that there's a shit ton more leprechauns. Fuck that movie.
1: Not good. Nope. So you'd go original instead of remake. Yeah. So when are we watching two, three
0: <laughs> in the hood and back to the hood? Not
1: next week. Mm. Um, I would. Ch- I want to challenge you with something and see if you're up to a task. I've got my homework for next week. You know how good I am with tasks. You do great with tasks. Yep. Okay. So next week, what I would like to do, okay, because I don't feel like I like there's a couple weeks and this week was okay. Not great. I feel like I might need to like recharge my batteries, rejuvenate a little bit, like coming up with a good pairing for you, okay? Okay. So I've got planned for next week because next week's Valentine's Day. It writes itself. Sure. Okay? The week after, though, I want to put in your hands. So I want next week you to come to me with something. Okay. I don't care what it is. There's only one caveat I'm going to give you. Sure. I don't want to have had you told me about them before. Meaning you've thrown a couple ideas by me. So that means I know you love the thing, no thing. No you've talked to me about nightcrawler, no nightcrawler. I want to be surprised next week. Give me something next week.
0: No troll two, no aliens.
1: I don't care what we do. It doesn't even necessarily have to be the same thing we've been doing. I love the Doctor Who thing. Come to me with something original. I wanna I wanna sit back for a week. Okay. And I wanna I wanna ride in the Justin seat. I have
0: been it's thinking cruising. I need to, to collect some more uh doctor who now that we've we have ended capaldi's run and we're we are now in the uh jody whitaker era mm-hmm. i need to get a good capaldi okay we but could we won't do that we'll do okay. something different All right.
1: do do something i don't care what it is just just come at me with something sure cool okay i want i want to ride i want to sit back for a minute okay um next week though next week thanksgiving day <laughs> what why are you giggling i
0: are you trying to say next week is Thanksgiving?
1: Next week, next our week. episode is released on Thanksgiving Day. Thanksgiving Day episode. So, the fact that we have a holiday, what else could we possibly do other than watch our Thanksgiving movies?
0: Okay. You know, if you always subvert things, it's it's not really a subversion. It becomes the new norm.
1: Until I don't subvert it, and then it is subverted.
0: Right, but the you subverting thing isn't subverting thing. You not subverting something is a subverting something. It
1: is until I do subvert the subset of the version.
0: Subvert the subversion.
1: Um. So Valentine's After Day. Survey, Thanksgiving. Oh, so no. First movie isn't really set at Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> do you feel like you've been subverted? <laughs>
0: the fuck out of <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but i feel like this should be a thanksgiving movie so what i'm challenging you sir uh, for valentine's day imagine this being a thanksgiving day movie maybe, maybe i'll make you watch uh wrestling and we'll watch back-to-back years from saints valentine
0: saint valentine's Day massacre with the Gooker. no that the Gooker happened at uh survivor series Mm. the very first st valentine's day massacre the main event was stone cold versus vince mcmahon and what happened paul white interrupt interrupted up he was the giant from wcw he goes on to be the big
1: show but for a couple months he was just known as paul white anyway first movie next week on our valentine's day thanksgiving day thing which isn't a thanksgiving movie but i feel like it should be so in your head imagine that it's a thanksgiving day movie Devin Gordon from GQ calls it intense and inventive.
0: It absolutely delivers, says Capone from Ain't It Cool News. Eric D. Snyder from Film.com says it's good old-fashioned mayhem. A superior home invasion thriller. Thanks to David Nusar. Real film reviews. Uh, this movie is called Your Next. And it is a dude in a hoodie with a wolf mask on that's like beaten up and maybe bloody uh okay so it's a home invasion movie so it's going to be like the strangers or whatever where it turns out that it's just random for random sake. nothing happens in the movie fresh unpredictable and terrifying again from capone for main and cool news a new horror classic home invasion uh terrorizing so it's just gonna be like some people in a house and they're just gonna go about their business for the first 20 minutes and then there's gonna be some spooky shit that starts happening for about another 20 minutes and then it's just gonna be somebody terrorizing them for about
1: 45 minutes and then credits
0: nice that's that's my expectation
1: very good Uh, second in our Valentine's Day special Thanksgiving topic films, uh, you actually get, in order to give you as much as you could possibly put together about what this movie is. Okay. You're actually going to get three different alternative covers, three different covers. Okay. So I'm going to, so the first three different
0: alternative covers, I'm getting four covers. No,
1: three covers. So the first one is going to be the cover of the film and then you flip it over and it's the second and then the insert for it is a third alternative. Third cover. That's one. All right. So this is put out by Arrow
0: Video. And there's like a color test logo at the bottom. Is that like a thing that Arrow Video does? That's
1: like their logo, basically. Their logo is the color test? Yeah.
0: All right. What's this A with an arrow in it? That seems like a logo. Anyway, the movie is called Blood Rage. Okay. So in this cover... I have, it looks like an empty movie theater, and on there they're showing Blood Rage, probably. Uh, It's a dude with a machete who looks like he's standing in a lake, but he's actually coming out of the screen, and the screen has a picture of a lake, and the moon, and the woods, and he's got a machete, and he's covered in blood, and the back is just text, so that tells me this movie is going to be good. Cover two. Cover two. Cover two. Is, uh, it says blood rage and it's got a color test pattern on it. Uh, it's got a moon and woods, and uh, the main image is a knife. That's like the knife from. Uh, it's like a a Bowie knife, like from uh, First Blood. Is this, is this, did this come out after First Blood? Is this a ripoff of First Blood? Oh, you are gonna find out. Uh, and so there in the back is legs and like four legs and uh-oh those legs have blood dripping onto them and it's pooling on the ground so somebody just done got got
1: um so the release that you're knocking what you're holding is like the 24 page booklet for the notes for the restoration of the film
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh by the company that you were mocking they did they did the just same thing know. for rohide rex so not this company
0: i will continue to mock that. Move. not this company uh, Okay, so this one is uh a tableau that includes a table and a severed hand. That would have been a much better written joke than an, uh, an oral or oral joke. Tableau of a table? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I
1: pictured it written in my head, and I was like, that works. <laughs> and then I said it, and I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Jump landed uh, about as well as my whole fourth dimension novel thing with header two huh uh hypercube hypercubes are cool
0: it's <laughs> fourth wall, <laughs> oh yeah, fourth wall, fourth dimension's cool. I could talk about the fourth dimension. Are we talking about time or fourth spatial dimension uh so yeah, there's like uh it's got a it's a big table with a bunch of place settings and there's food uh but in the front. There is a bloody severed hand that's holding a smashed up can that's covered in blood. So I think that's part of an Ocean Spray logo. I don't know. What are we going to see? So gonna you've, be had cranberry three, sauce.
1: you've had three covers to guess. I don't think you've ever been armed with this much information about I what a film armed. is going to be. What do you think?
0: Uh so the first two
1: made it seem this like This is a 3-disc set by the way. <laughs> Just so you know. How many discs was had Rex? Just one, really. Which I have that Blu-ray, by the way. If you want yeah, to borrow it, I saw that. The, okay, I have the Jack Frost Blu-ray too that just came out. Mm-hmm. If you want to listen to multiple audio, audio commentaries, I I wouldn't dislike that. <laughs> uh, so the two movies that I feel like we could do an audio commentary are Get Out and La- uh, uh, Jack Frost.
0: Yeah,
1: and Lawnmower Man. <laughs> Maybe Lawnmower Man. Yeah. yeah.
0: Lawman Man Two, I would totally do a to yeah, Man Two. Yeah, I think we could. Ah, uh, so, Blood Rage, given what I've been given, the first two make it look like, hey, you know, you know, you like slasher movies. Well, what if this was a slasher movie, but it might be like a little meta, uh, or the marketing could just be meta, but it just looks like a generic slasher movie. But then the third one, it's obviously Thanksgiving dinner because he's crushing a cran a can- cranberry sauce, and there's play, play settings. For a bunch of people. And plus you said it's Thanksgiving and on February 14th. <laughs> so I know that that's Thanksgiving. So I don't know what the fuck this is. Is this movie like... Uh, is this an anthology movie? A slasher anthology
1: movie? Maybe? <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, I see where your mind is. That yeah. makes sense. Like a f- Fright Night, but for slasher. Mm-hmm. Except Fright Night isn't a is anthology
0: it? movie? No. What's there's something. Maybe it's not *Fright Night*. *Creep Show*. *Creep Show*. That's what I'm thinking of, mm-hmm. with the house, the movie with the house in it. That's *House*. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> is that *House* or *House* two or *House* three or *House* four?
1: I don't think there's a house in *House* four, three or four.
0: Are you fucking with me? No. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah dumb i just saw it just randomly looked down because you had a bunch of vhs's that you were packing away and you had a box set of house house two house three and house four and this was like around episode like three so i hadn't watched most of the bullshit that, that i've watched since then and i was just like that is the stupidest thing i've ever seen in my life you're like yeah those are actually pretty good movies there's your chance that's possible now i'm intrigued i want to know what the fucking
1: house is up to oh maybe that'll be next week because you're in charge oh yeah except i
0: except i just mentioned it so oh yeah avoids it avoids it
1: yeah you could do house five and six because you didn't bring that up i didn't know house five and six existed
0: (laughs) how many house movies are there
1: i think six
0: how do you get to six house movies (laughs) The movie's just called House. How do you get to six of them? There's
1: an answer that I don't feel like I should give you.
0: <laughs> I'm. You have no idea how stupidly intrigued I am. That's how much you've gotten me to hate myself. Uh, maybe that'll throughout, be... Throughout this, this podcast.
1: Maybe that's what we'll do for the October special is we'll we'll just watch all the House movies.
0: Uh, I don't know.
1: Okay, Justin, what else you got for us?
0: I'm... I apologize, Hornswoggle.
1: I was supposed to remind you about the joke from the beginning. But I don't what remember what the tr- joke I was tr-
0: trying to remember what the joke from the beginning Shark was. Shark driver thing. Sure. Oh okay. Justin,
1: what else you got for us?
0: Breaker breaker one <laughs> <laughs>